It's time for Trash Talk with CJ and Rush. We're back. It's episode two of Trash Talk with CJ and Rush, Christian Hilton, Jonathan Rushing, talking trash on all the sports in the world right now. And Jonathan, there's a lot to talk trash about this week. There's a huge amount of news going out today. What's today? Friday? Today Friday, Friday, the September 18th. 18th. The show is pre-recorded. <laughs> we don't know what days we're going to do the show, but we'll figure it out. We are. This will be a weekly show. We just don't know what day weekly, but it will be a weekly show. Right, Christian? Yes, that's the plan. Awesome. This morning of this lovely Friday morning of September 18th, um, the NBA announced that Giannis Antetokounmpo is the new league MVP back-to-back years. I was going to say, not new. He is the continuous MVP, and I think I think it's deserved. I, I mean, I'll say it every single time. LeBron James is still my favorite player in the league. I think he is the best player in the league, but you take Giannis off that Milwaukee Bucks team, I don't know if they're in the playoffs. Like, I'm going to say it. I totally agree. Um, Watching the NBA bubble since we've been in quarantine and everything, I've watched almost every single game of the NBA playoffs, and they're really, really exciting games. Watching the Bucs games, Giannis adds a whole other level to their team. Without Giannis, you have Chris Middleton, Eric Bledsoe, Brooke Lopez. They have a pretty solid team. I would say they'd be a middle-of-the-pack, like, six, seven, eight seed team. But They might get invited to the bubble. Exactly. Like, And there was a few games they played without Giannis when he was hurt. And they were they were a decent team, but Giannis just adds that X factor, kind of like LeBron. Like suddenly the Lakers are a contender when LeBron shows up, and even more of a contender when Anthony Davis shows up. Yeah, I think Giannis might need another dude to get over the hump and win a championship. Are you saying you know he Giannis, needs his Pippin? He needs a Pippin. <laughs> he needs a Pippin. He needs a D Wade. He needs an Anthony Davis. He needs like he's an amazing player, but everybody just double teams or triple teams him, yeah. and the other guys have to do the work. And the fact they got knocked out in the second round and they were the best team in the NBA, that says something. Did you know that the only players, Christian, to win back-to-back MVPs in the NBA... You got some stats here. And and not appear in the NBA Finals either of those years has been Giannis Antetokounmpo last year and this year, LeBron James, Steve Nash, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I'd say, say, I mean, granted, it's not a club you want to be in, but it seems like a good a good collective group. Like he's got well, some good names than, around him. Other than Steve Nash, all those dudes have championships. Yeah. And the fact that did you know that Giannis, he won defensive player of the year this year. I was gonna say Giannis, Steve Nash is gonna get a championship in the next couple of years. As a new head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Y- yes, sir. Kevin Durant, Kyrie, and that'll be good. But I was gonna say, since Kevin or since Giannis Antetokounmpo won the MVP and defensive player of the year this year. Only two other players have won the MVP and Defensive Player of the Year in the same year. We have Michael Jordan in 1988 and Akeem Olajuwon Who? in 1994. Who's that first guy? Never heard of him. Michael Jordan. He's some basketball player. He has some shoes or He's something. He's the second best basketball player of all time. Who's the first? LeBron James. See, this is where you and I disagree. That's like, okay. It's okay to be and, wrong. I love LeBron James. I'm I'm rocking my Lakers shirt right now, ready for the Western Conference Finals game one today against the Denver Nuggets. I can't believe I was saying it's going to be the Lakers and the Denver Nuggets. What happened to the Los Angeles Clippers, Christian? I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, any other 
Sports Week, the announcement of the MVP is the news of the week. But the Clippers somehow screwed it up and will not be going to the Western Conference Finals. We will not be getting our Lakers Clippers as we all wanted, and I'm a little upset about it. Even one of our friends of the show, Destiny Sanchez, reached out to us on Instagram and said, please talk about how the Clippers pooped the bed and couldn't get it done. Dude, like, it's bad. It's, like, I don't know if you watched any of the games. I watched them. They just let the games get away from them. They had a 3-1 to one lead. So does that show how bad the Clippers were or how good the Nuggets are? I don't know. I, I, I think... I, I cannot believe that the Clippers weren't able to pull it off. You look at what they traded to get to the finals this year. It was not about getting to a bubble. Obviously, no one knew that was going on. It was not about getting to the Western Conference Finals. It was about being better than the Lakers because they thought they were the best team in the West and they get an early dip out. It is colossal. I saw Clipper Daryl on... (laughs) Uh, being interviewed on on some show, I don't remember which one it was. Um, I think it was Chene and Golik Jr. And he's just like he was speechless. Like <laughs> it's that bad that Clipper Daryl is speechless. And he always has something to say. Clipper Daryl exactly. is a really fun Instagram follower and Twitter follower. But the fact that the Denver Nuggets, this is just sports history. They're the first team in NBA history to go down three to one in back to back playoff series. They were down 3-1 against the Utah Jazz, came back and won the series, and they were down 3-1 against the L.A. Clippers, came back and won. That team has some spunk when their back is against the wall. Oh, yeah? Well, it'll be interesting when they get swept by the Lakers. So, (laughs) You see, I think the Nuggets will win one game. So my prediction with the Western Conference, I think it'll be Lakers in five or six. You know? I'll even say six. I'll give the Nuggets two games. It'll be the Lakers in four, and the only reason it's four is because it can't be less than that. So you're saying Lakers in four. I'm saying Lakers in six. I feel I'm, like the I'm saying Lakers in four, and they're going to win by 15 every game. It's not even going to be close, dude. You got to give the Nuggets one game. No, Nuggets I don't. It's probably the best center in the game. I don't have to give them one game. I'm going to give the best team in the NBA all four of the games, and the Lakers are going to win the championship. the The championship was going to be. The Lakers versus the Clippers. Whoever won that series was going to win, and now there's only one of them left. But that just goes to show you, like, I, all the sports broadcasters had the Clippers beating the Lakers because the Clippers had a deeper bench, a better team. The Clippers were just amazing on paper, but you heard their reactions in the bubble. It sounded like they weren't that cohesive. They weren't that close as a group. They were just a bunch of stars hanging out and playing basketball. I can't wait next year to see what they can do. But this does this show you that the Clippers are probably the saddest organization now in sports. They've been around for 49 years, Christian, and they have never Nothing. been to a conference finals yep. ever. The San Diego Clippers, LA Clippers, 49 years in existence, never even appeared in a conference final. And they won't have by the time they moved to Inglewood either. The Inglewood Clippers. But that bet I don't know if you if, I don't know if you watched the Miami Heat um, Boston Celtics game last night. The Miami Heat beat them again so now the heat are up two games hold hold on hold on we cannot talk about last night before we talk about the block heard around the world bam on a bios block on jason tatum that was unreal like 
Yeah, it was unbelievable. The fact Magic Johnson tweeted out that was the best block he's ever seen. Yeah. And that's Magic Johnson who's played with Kareem, an amazing NBA player. So and Magic Johnson said it. Been that's around awesome. LeBron. But the Miami Heat, they have like a special it factor. Like the fact they're now up 2-0 to the Celtics. The Celtics are a great team. I think it's going to be Lakers and Heat in the NBA Finals. LeBron playing against his former Miami Heat and, and beating sweeping them. them. You in the sweep. I think the See, Lakers a, are going to win the next eight games they play. I'm a Laker fan, so I hope you're right, but I also have to give credit when credit's due. I think the Nuggets will win one, maybe two games. They won't. And I feel like if the Lakers do play, end up playing the Heat, I feel like the Heat will win one, maybe two games. Take it to Vegas right now. The Lakers win their next eight games. So speaking of Vegas, I'm glad you I saw this story on, on Bleacher Report earlier of someone in Vegas betting $200,000 on the Lakers to win the NBA championship. I think they're... And they'll win $1. Like... I think the money line was like minus 160 or something. So basically, you have to bet $160 to win 100. A $200,000 bet would only win you $120,000. Oh, only... But is that a for sure bet? I I think he's winning money. I mean, you got to bet two hundred grand to win one hundred and twenty-one grand. Now, did he make that bet? That's for sure. That's. Did he make that bet? That's for sure. Money. What were you going to say? When did he make the bet? I think he made it like two days ago. Okay, because see, that's there's no competition after the Clippers get knocked out. If he had made that before the Clippers had gotten knocked out, I think he's going to make a lot more money. I think that's the safest bet in the world after the Clippers got bounced. So you're giving no shot in hell to the Nuggets at Not all. Not one. Let there. All right. I hope you're right. As a Laker fan, I hope you're right. I'm just saying, like, Lakers got to be careful. They can't get cocky and take the series off because the Nuggets are obviously hungry. There's no chance. None at all. It, all right, it's well, just the, not there. The, I hopefully the Lakers will sweep the Denver Chicken Nuggets that you're talking about. So that would be really sweet. Darn so, right. So I think that's it for yeah NBA. So. Do you see the Miami Heat getting past the Celtics? Is that your NBA Finals prediction as well? No. I think the Celtics are going to come back. I think the Miami... Eh, but the Heat have been good. And they're down 2-0. They're down 2-0. But the Heat have been really good. I think... This is tough. I want to say the Heat are going to win this series, but I wouldn't put it past them to blow it. I think the Celtics are a good team. You know what? I'm going with you. The Heat are going to be there. There you go. Coming on the right side of history there. And then they're going to get swept. Maybe, but I feel the camaraderie of the Miami Heat is so big right now. Apparently, Jimmy Butler is making coffee in his room and selling it for $20 a cup to all of his teammates. Like, they're hanging out. They're going fishing together. They're at the Y World of Sports Complex. Like, they're running boats and just hanging out, going golfing. Like, that's everything in this bubble. It's like a summer camp vibe. My dream is to have summer camp in Walt Disney World. (laughs) Like, I I know they're not technically allowed to go to the parks and stuff like that. But if you've ever been to the Walt Disney World Complex, folks, they keep talking about it. It's... There's so much to do there, and these guys have free reign on a lot of it. I did actually see the bubble, though. It is horrifying. I would never want to be in the bubble, but, you know. 
Well, yeah, the constant COVID testing and everything. Yeah. The fact that would kill me to live on Disney World property for like three months and not even be able to go into the parks. Like that'd, yeah, that'd be, be torturous brutal. for me. That'd be brutal. Like I love going to the parks. So that'd be that'd be killer for me. But I mean, they have video games and fishing and the boats and golfing and obviously playing games and practicing to keep them occupied. Yeah. But I, I like we said, I think it's going to be Lakers and Heat. Lakers winning the NBA title in six games, honoring the late great Kobe Bryant. In four games. In well, I, As a Laker fan, I hope you're right. I know you do. Now, I'll tell you, I think there is a team a little further north of Miami that has a better chance at winning a championship, and that would be the Tampa Bay Lightning, who just clinched their spot to the Stanley Cup Final. They beat the Islanders last night in overtime, and my $10 bet back in June or July of last year, whenever it was, is starting to look real good, Jonathan. It's the Stars and the Lightning against each other in the Stanley Cup Final. I think it's exciting. The last show, I definitely have egg on my face because I don't know if you guys listened to the last show. I said it's going to be the Gold Knights and the Islanders in the Stanley Cup, and boy, do I look stupid now. Neither one of those teams made it. Yeah, but that's okay. I own up to my mistakes. I own it. No, at but least one of I us does. When was the last time the Tampa Bay Lightning were in the Stanley Cup, Christian? It was just a couple years ago, wasn't it? Didn't they win in 14? Did they win the cup in 14? That's right, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. The the Dallas Stars, talk about an underdog been a story. While. They haven't been to the they haven't been to the Stanley Cup since 2000. Yeah. Were they the Minnesota North Stars then? I no. forgot when they moved. It was in the 90s, right? <laughs> they were not yet. Or they were not already. But I give kudos to the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, they didn't go to the Cup this year, but talk about probably the best expansion sports team in history of sports. They've gone to the playoffs every single year of their existence, their short existence. They've only been around, what, three, four years now? And they've gone like far in the playoffs every single year. And they got bounced. I am, I am so sorry. I was wrong. The last time the Lightning won the Cup was in 2004. So it was a while ago. But they've been there recently i believe I, I have friends who are tampa bay buccaneer fans i have never met a tampa bay lightning fan like they got to be there i mean what a good hockey team they I've, have i've got to give it to my buddy dustin huge tampa bay lightning fan uh was extremely excited last night and he and i have been kind of rooting them along all bubble long uh because i've got money on it and i want to win some money so how, how much money would you win not much but because like they had to be a favorite you probably win like 50 bucks no 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 no. um it was uh it was plus 1100 so if i put ten dollars down bucks. so i'll walk out with 1200 bucks makes me a happy not guy not 1200 bucks you'd win 120 bucks oh is that what i said 1200 120 that's what i meant Listen to some of us. Some of us, twelve hundred is one twenty, or one hundred and twenty is twelve hundred. <laughs> yeah, still, I'll take the hundred bucks. You, but the yeah, hockey though. I think the hockey, the NHL has done a really good job with their bubble, and it's in Toronto and uh, Edmonton, right? Yeah. I now now moving on to baseball did you hear the baseball news going on how we're going to have some playoff bubbles so in mlb postseason I, I think it's ridiculous i think it's absolutely ridiculous that the american league championship series is going to be in 
in San Diego and Los Angeles, and that the NL Championship Series is going to be in Texas, and then the the dang championships in Texas. The only time the Rangers ever see a World Series since 2011, it, it's going to be somebody else playing on their field, and it's not even a field that's been opened yet. That's that is pretty crazy, and the fact that the National League playoffs are going to be, or no, I like excuse me, the, the American League playoffs are going to be in California at Dodger Stadium in Petco Park, right? Well, and yeah, and I guess my question is, why did Angel Stadium not get the nod? Did did Artie Moreno say no? We're going to have some construction going on. What happened? There, there's got to be a reason that Angel Stadium isn't on the list because. Sure, you can make your case that Angel Stadium's a little bit older, hasn't had some updates that it needs, but it's still a baseball field, and it's a lot less driving than all the way down to San Diego. So I'm, I'm curious as to what happened there. But Peco Park and Dodger the Stadium, greatest, I feel like they're, they're, the ni- they're much nicer ballparks compared to Angel Stadium. No, Dodger Stadium's not, but Petco Park but the- is the most beautiful ballpark on the planet. Have you been to T-Mobile Park in Seattle? That have never been up is there. Incredible. That that I, that is what I have heard. The only baseball park I have not been inside of is AT&T Park, or excuse me, Oracle Park in San Francisco. Oh. I've been on the outside of it, never been on the inside of it. Rub that in my face. In San Francisco, they're always on the road. But my favorite West Coast ballparks are Petco Park and T-Mobile Park in Seattle. In Seattle, well, and known as Safeco. Here's the thing: that park is incredible. The retractable roof. Anyway, sorry for interrupting. Go ahead. Well, here's the thing. There's not other competition. It's Petco Park. I would say Petco is number one. Eight, or not AT&T. Oracle Park is number two. And it's a close second. That ballpark is beautiful. And then, again, I haven't been up to Seattle yet. But Dodger Stadium, Oakland, and Angel Stadium don't belong in the same conversation as those other parks. They're old, and you can tell. Yeah, Angel Stadium definitely needs an update considering all the renovations done at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, okay, and, uh, you say so all the renovations. There's been one that's really shown, and it's the one that hasn't even been open to the public yet. That little park in, out, in the outfield. I don't know if you've been to Dodger Stadium recently. They redid all the bathrooms, redid all the concession stands, redid all the gift shops. It looks like Not a brand good new enough. ballpark now. Not good enough. Well, I mean, I will say this. They, were get, I, <laughs> they, they are getting ready for an all-star game. You know, and that that is what they needed to do. When the Angel Stadium had the All Star Game, man, that was ten years ago already, and I don't think they made the needed updates to the facilities. I I remember I and you talk about some trash talk. Here you go. I remember when the Angels redid the scoreboards, the brand new scoreboards. I'm pretty sure they got Dactronics to bring come in and set everything up. I walked in there because I we we would drive by the stadium at night and see the sky glowing because of the brand new scoreboards. We were all excited for brand new stuff, and then I go in there and the bathrooms are the exact junk hole that it always been. And I'm going, why'd you replace the TVs if you can't replace a bathroom? Like it, some stadiums have not been well taken care of. Angel Stadium's on the list. I do think it. Got upgrades in the two in you know early two thousand or just before when Disney was the one that really kind of came in and you know took out the center field seats, put the rocks out front, made the outside look like it's a little baseball stadium. But 
gee, that stadium needs help. I was watching an Angel game a few weeks ago over my parents' house, and my dad was watching, and he was like, hey, son, did you notice that there's an A formation in, in the rocks? Oh, my the outfield? I'm like, And I was like, yeah, they've been there literally the whole time. Yep. I just noticed that. Well, And, and I'm like, are you, are you kidding me? Like, the A has been there forever. I can't believe my dad didn't know. So I'm throwing shade at my dad right now. Him and I were lucky enough to go to Game Six of the World Series in 2002. Oh wow! Spezio. That, that was one of my favorite baseball memories. My dad won tickets from work. There's no way we could afford those tickets, but he he won he won them from a lottery at his work, and we sat first base side next to Jeff Kent's wife and kids, and the Angels so. were up, and we were all cheering. I was like 13 years old, and so we were. Che- I think Spezio hit like his second or third home run at, at the time, and we got up and cheered and went, "Yeah." Jeff Kent's wife stands up, looks my dad straight in the face, and she's like, you're such an asshole. Like, you need to be a good sport. <laughs> and she's, like, cussing in front of her, her kids. Nice. That was, like, one of my favorite baseball memories. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how long ago the 2002 World Series was. My father went to Game 1 and Game 7, and he waited for tickets to buy tickets outside the old ESPN zone in downtown Disney, um, that's where they were selling tickets at the time. And I mean, now I mean, you look at what twenty years later, eighteen years later, everything's online. You're, you'd never wait outside for tickets at a at anywhere at this point. I think, unless there was some kind of fan giveaway, you won't buy tickets somewhere. So yeah, I, I mean, that's that's how long ago that was. Um, Love my dad, but he didn't take his son. So that's. That's a thing. <laughs> it's because he doesn't love you. Oh, yikes. No, it's probably because I was, what, 2002? I was Don't eight. do it. Don't say it. I was eight. I was 13 years old in 2002. I, I will tell you right now, I hardly remember the Angels World Series. Uh, ironically enough, I don't remember my favorite team's World Series. I do remember watching... The 2001 World Series. That's the first time I ever watched. But uh, it's the first time I can ever remember watching the World Series and watching the Diamondbacks walk off against the Yankees. Right? That was a yeah. Good Luis Gonzalez back in the day. I feel like we just went on a huge tangent. Sorry, folks. Talking about the no, it's okay. But I, but I agree with you. I think when Disney owned the Angels and Disney owned the Ducks, those were awesome years. I mean. The fact that was the last year they won the World Series, the Angels did, was when Disney owned the team, right? Yeah, the I think the sale came in mid two thousand three. I think so. Yeah, it would have been would have been the last full season. And I miss the old Mighty Duck uniforms. I'm glad I'm, I miss when Disney owned the Ducks. I thought that was like the coolest thing ever as a kid. I mean, the Mighty Ducks movie and then Disney owning the Ducks. I I'll thought, say like, this: cool, that coolest thing ever. That jersey was super cool. All right. The, the Mighty Ducks jersey, super cool. There is no better logo in the NHL, though, than the current Ducks logo. I See, I disagree. The Mighty take. Duck jersey, I think, is the best jersey in the history of hockey. There I said uh, it. I would agree. I would agree, but currently the Ducks have the best logo still. I don't know. The Duck with the D with the, the Duck foot like it's cute i like it it's cute kind of contemporary you it's cute. But, the, you, but when you had something way better and you got something that's eh, it's okay but you got rid of something that was better bring back the better i'm glad they have the throwbacks now of the wild wing yeah that's good 
I will say this, and you mentioned him, Wild Wing, hands down the best mascot in the NHL. 100%. Philly Fanatic is pretty fun. Well, not Philly Fanatic. What am I thinking? I'm thinking Gritty. Yikes. Gritty of the Flyers. Oh, Gritty's up there, though. Gritty is... Gritty's taken over, but there's nothing like an angry duck to uh, to scare the life out of the opponent. I will say the Golden Knights had their opportunity to have an awesome mascot. And they have a mascot. They have that oh, knight thing. They, they, the, the knight is not their mascot, though. Chance the Gila Monster is their mascot, and it is awful. I don't know why they made it a Gila monster. Couldn't they just made it a dragon? I or mean, a, the golden knights knight? with the whole medieval theme. Like I agree. I don't know. Well, the kings have a lion here. You'd think that the kings would have like a knight or like a Burger King type. Bailey's the most they ridiculous. They Stanley, that is the most right? ridiculous mascot. Like that's the worst name for a mascot. What Stanley? No Bailey. Oh, Bailey. Who am I thinking of Stanley? I don't know. I have no I'm idea. All the names you think of Stanley Cup? That's how it, see, if I see that. I've, that shows you how big of a Kings fan I am. Yep. Go Ducks, maybe. Let's go Ducks. Next, next year. That's the one thing Christian and I agree on. We're both huge, mighty Ducks fans. All right. So back to baseball. We just went on a huge tangent. So Down good. a rabbit hole there. So I was reading the notes, the news here. Basically, so the World Series, we played at Globe Life Park in Arlington, Texas, where the Texas Rangers play. It's a beautiful looking ballpark. No, it's not. It looks. I mean, there's nicer ballparks. It looks like a grill. <laughs> like you look at it, it looks like it looks like a mega church. It looks like Joel Osteen is going to move in 20 years from now. Well, they are in Texas. Yeah, exactly. But I think as a as a neutral site for a World Series, I don't think it's a terrible choice. You don't have to worry about weather because there's a roof over it. So that's one factor. I'm sure Major League Baseball played in. Um, I'm excited that the playoffs are going to be here in California. Too bad nobody can go to it. At yeah, what's Park it matter? And isn't the the National League playoffs going to be at uh, Minute Maid Park in Houston? Yep. Right? Minute Maid. I, I think they're going to bounce between Minute Maid and Arlington, if I heard right. But it may just be at Minute Maid. Uh, Minute Maid's a nice ballpark. Uh, I think they've made some decent renovations since I had been there. They got rid of Towers Hill out in center, which was... The most ridiculous. I mean, it was cool. I, I think that Disney or uh, Disney. Wow. I, I think that I think that baseball. We were talking about the Disney renovations at Angel Stadium. And I think baseball's still. I think and we talked about the hometown or the home field advantage. I think baseball is that still true home field advantage because your stadium is different. But having a hill out in center field was the most ridiculous thing in sports. I'll agree with you on that one. I thought that was so stupid. Like how many players twisted their ankles, climb up that little hill, try to shag yeah. a fly ball. Like, like, with, and they had the flagpoles out there. Like you can yeah. run into a flagpole. Don't like, run that into was a pole. Stupid idea. Yeah, it was so stupid dumb. idea. It and was as unique. A fan, I'll give it that. It I was guess, unique. It is unique. But as a Dodger fan, watching the Astros beat the Dodgers in the 2017 World Series, I hate that freaking train at Minute Maid Park. Anytime they hit a home run, <laughs> I hate that freaking train. Oh, well, I'll Anytime tell you, I as an Angels fan, Dodgers, as an Angels fan, having them in the West, I'm not exactly a fan of it either. <laughs> not a fan of that train. And I love trains. So Minute Maid Park <laughs> has ruined my love of trains. Thanks oh, a lot. Boy. Astros. But I will say this. Um, I still remember where I was when the Astros beat the Dodgers. And after we were at we were at Honda Center, we were watching a 
a Ducks game, and the entire place went nuts when the Dodgers lost. Because I, mean, I know you are a Dodgers fan, but a Ducks fan. But I would argue that most Ducks fans are Angels fans. Um, the place went nuts. Now, after the revelations that have come about how the Astros won, I'm still happy the Dodgers lost that World Series. <laughs> You are the biggest jackass, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, you you love baseball, and you were at a hockey game during the World Series. You weren't even watching. That's pitiful. Dude, That's when you get free tickets, you go, all right? Okay, okay I, can't, I can't complain on free tickets. But <laughs> did I ever tell you that I was outside in the parking lot at Dodger Stadium for Game 7, but I didn't get in the park? Did I really? Ever that story? No, you never so did. So, basically, my buddy and I, um, I'm at work. This, I worked at Warner Brothers Studios at the time as a tour guide. My buddy texts me, hey, my dad's going to get some tickets for Game 7 tonight. Do you want to go? It's going to be a few few hundred bucks. And I figure, like, okay, this is way too good to be true. I don't think the tickets are going to be that cheap. But yeah. I was like, sure, why not? I'm already out here in Burbank. I'll mm-hmm. meet you there. So anyway, my buddy's dad ends up getting uh, tickets that he got. He met at a, he met a guy, where was that? Porto's Bakery. Nice. He met some guy on Craigslist. Good choice. He met, a, he met a guy on Craigslist. Seems legit, right? Did, no. And he, bought, he gave him a few hundred bucks in... And got four tickets. And so I'm like, okay, cool. I'm driving to the stadium. I pay like 50 bucks for parking game seven of the 2017 World Series. 50 bucks. I'm like, okay, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to see game seven of the World Series. And so we're in the parking lot. We got the tickets. I feel the tickets in my hand. And the tickets are kind of like laminated. Like they, oh, like the paper. no. The, the paper is weird. And I was like, and I asked my friend's dad, where did you get these tickets? And he's like, oh, I bought them from that guy at Porto's Bakery that I met on Craigslist. And I'm like, you sure these are legit? He's like, oh, yeah. He said 100% legit. And the paper just didn't feel right. Yeah. I get up to the gate to scan the ticket. And eh, red light. Eh, my heart oh, sank to the floor. No way. Yeah, And the game just started. I think in the first inning, you Darvish was pitching in game seven of the World Series. And I think oh, they gave up like two notable three start for home him. runs. Yeah. <laughs> I think George Springer, Carlos Correa hit like a huge like home run in the first inning. And I could just hear the crowd like their hearts sinking. And like, so the daughter's already losing. This ticket is bogus and doesn't work. And we even like crap. Like we bought tickets. My friend's dad bought tickets from a scalper and got gypped pretty much. Yeah. And so, and so some guys in line are telling my friend's dad, well, go sell them to somebody else. <laughs> Get your money back oh. in the parking lot. <laughs> and of course there's police officers everywhere. Yeah. And so my friend's dad was trying to be sneaky. I think he got a guy that almost agreed to the tickets, but he didn't end up buying them. And then a police officer like saw him and like saw him. He's like, "Oh, you got fake tickets, huh?" My friend's dad was like, "Yeah." And then the police officer says, "We'll just sell them to somebody in the parking lot." <laughs> the oh police officer gosh. told him to do that. L.A.'s so it, finest, right there, folks. <laughs> they don't care, I'm sure. And so but then I've got I've got relatives that are in the L.A. L.A. department, so I hope that wasn't any of them. <laughs> Hopefully not. But they were all very nice about it. And they're like, oh, man, that's sorry. That sucks, man. So my friend's dad, so I feel bad. I just start walking slowly to my car. My friend's dad, I think, finds somebody to agree to buy the tickets, gives him the money, and starts walking away. And then my friend's dad is so silly and was like, and like I can't believe it worked. But then he felt bad. And then the guy came back because he felt the weird paper. He was like, hey, wait a minute. These tickets are fake, right? Or they're fake, huh? And he was like, yeah. And he gave him his money back. So my nope. friend's dad was an honorable, amazing dude. Good for, for him. Giving the I, money back. I wouldn't have and even so, tried. That's awful. So the, and then we went to back to my buddy's house. 
I think we got Felipe's on the way home, got some sandwiches, and watched the game and cried as the Dodgers got pummeled yeah. in Game 7 by the Cheaters. But that was my World Series story that I was at in the parking lot of Game 7 at Dodger Stadium, but I never I'm got in cheaters. because we bought bogus fake tickets off a guy we met on Craigslist out of Porto's in Los Angeles. Well, and, you know, we talk about the cheating. Um, it was very cool to see the Dodgers have to face off against the Astros this year. Um, granted, it was in a bubble. Not really a bubble, but it was in a no-fan scenario because uh, if there were fans there, it would have been even worse, I feel like. But the the Joe Kelly incident has to be mentioned. I think that Joe Kelly's definitely been some some controversial over the years. You remember, you think of Joe Kelly fight club way back in the day. I thought, I thought him taking shots at the Astros was great. I thought the, the little pouty face that he did, that's now been, uh, iconically created as a mural in Los Angeles. Uh, I thought it was awesome. I think that the Astros deserve all the, all the hate they're getting. I think that major league baseball was way too easy on them. And granted, I under here, and you're not going to like this. I understand the concept of having to give the players some kind of immunity because of they want the truth. They want the truth out so they can figure things out. But so I will give them that. But there is no logical reason why there's a championship banner hanging in Houston. If if I'm Major League Baseball. I wouldn't have granted immunity. I would have said, we're going to give you a much, much, much lesser yeah. punishment if you come clean. Yeah. I think all the players should have been suspended for a year. Wow. Suspend for an entire year. franchise. For one year. Yeah. No, not your whole franchise. Just no, the I players would. who are on the team in the World Series. Oh, yeah, because then you got a triple-A team. The GM got fired. Alex Cora got fired. Like, what an embarrassment. And I feel... And Hinch. AJ Hinch. Oh, AJ Hinch, not, Alex yeah, Cora was the best. Cora was one of the Red he Sox. Got, he, he got, got fired, fired too. He was the mastermind in all of it. AJ Hinch deserved to be fired. Alex Cora deserved to be fired. I think they should have the championship stripped away. As a Dodger fan, I do not want the championship. I just think there should not be a championship in 2017. I, I there agree. Should be no champion. I agree. There, there should. You can't give it to the Dodgers because no, he didn't earn it because they didn't win four games. Fact of the matter. But you can take it away from the team that cheated. So I would I would like to see that happen. I know Manfred will never do it because he's got his tail between his legs and begs the players and the Players Association for mercy every 20 minutes. But I think that when, if and when a new commissioner comes in, that may be a, a decision they make. I agree. The fact that Pete Rose is banned from baseball for life because he Ooh, bet on go. his own team when he was a manager. I still think he here, I still think he deserves to be suspended for life. Wait, you think he deserves to be suspended for life? Yes, I do. I mean, here we go. I, I trash get, talk. I, get, I I this is where I just want to punch you through the Zoom screen. Bring right it. Now. <laughs> this is why we're called trash talk. <laughs> Banging on the trash cans. Yep. The fact that Yes, what he did was wrong. Gambling was wrong. He should have been suspended, fired, whatever. But now, ban like, and at the time, ban for life. I get it because back then that was a bad like no gambling ever from a player or manager. I get mm -hmm. it. But I feel like now, looking back with the steroid era, and the cheating with the sign stealing, 
is what he did that bad. It's one thing if he bet against his team and he threw the game. He bet on his own team when he was a manager. He wasn't even a player. Here's the difference. Here's the difference. And I can't believe I'm going to be the devil's advocate on this. But here's the difference. It was a rule. Steroids, it was not a rule. It was extremely frowned upon. It was not a real. I still think anyone who used steroids should never be in the Hall of Fame. I still think that anyone who used steroids should be banned for life. I don't think Barry Bonds should be allowed to be an advisor to the Marlins or a batting coach for the Marlins. I don't think Mark McGuire should be allowed to be in baseball being a hitting coach. But the difference between Rose and everything else is he explicitly broke the law when it came to baseball. I get your argument. And back then, yes, I agree with you. But looking back now, I feel like things can be forgiven. Just let him in the Hall of Fame. He's the all-time leader in hits. Just let him in the, let him in the Hall of Fame as a player, not as a manager. And what I, he did wrong, he was a manager when he was a player. Or, I, I mean, when he broke the rule, he was a manager. He wasn't a player. Doesn't matter. Let him in the Hall as a player. Nope. Um, I, I think it, it tarnishes your legacy. Now, I will say this. If somehow, and we've seen the voting be a little different lately, if somehow Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens or Mark McGuire or any of those guys ever get into the Hall of Fame, then I think you have to let Pete Rose in. Because you cannot tell kids that taking drugs is okay, but you know betting on your team isn't. I, I think that there is a huge line that has to be crossed if any of those guys get into the Hall of Fame. So that is one thing you and I do agree on. I agree if Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, if any of them ever do get in the Hall of Fame, I feel like, okay, well, now you have to let Pete Rose in. You have to. All right, next question for you. Since we're on this steroid talk, is David Ortiz a Hall of Famer? Yes. Even with the steroid speculation? Like you just said, if Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Roger Clemens, any of those guys get in the Hall of Fame, David Ortiz gets in first ballot. I I would argue, but I don't think any of those will before Ortiz gets there or to the ballot. But I would argue that a lot of people would say David Ortiz is a Hall of Famer. A lot of voters would. But you've got to remember, there was a steroid stint there. Absolutely. Well, is Alex Rodriguez a Hall of Famer? Absolutely not. So you're going to put him in the same category then? A-Rod, yeah. David Ortiz, no, they, Clemens, Barry Bonds. No one who cheated the game. It, it, that's like putting Alex Bregman in. No one who cheated the game and made a pretty despicable apology at that should ever be allowed in the Hall of Fame. I think the Hall of Fame is the most sacred of any Hall of Fame. I think that baseball's the National Baseball Hall of Fame is the... Hall of Fame of Hall of Fames because they treat it so strictly. I mean, there's been years where no one got elected because no one was good enough. I think that is such a that is such a thing that you don't see in the other sports that I like about the Baseball Hall of Fame. I agree 100% with you. One thing I do like about A-Rod, A-Rod did come clean and he admitted he did something wrong, which is none of the other guys did. So I give A-Rod a lot of credit for that. He was like, hey, I did this. I was wrong. I shouldn't have done it, and I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm st- still not an A-Rod fan. Speaking of the Hall of Fame, got to give big congratulations to the brand-new Hall of Famer. Heading to Canton, Ohio, announced last night during Thursday Night Football is the legendary broadcaster Joe Buck. Some people love him. Some people hate him. I'm in the latter but he has had a, I would say, Hall of Fame-worthy career. He's called enough 
Super Bowls and World Series and everything to be in every single Hall of Fame for every sport. So, uh, Canton, Ohio has a new member. What do you think of that, Jonathan? I agree as well. Whether you don't like Joe Buck or you love Joe Buck, he definitely deserves to be in there considering, like you just said, all the World Series and Super Bowls that he has called for Fox. I'm surprised he he hasn't called a Stanley Cup final yet. (laughs) Guy can do anything. He has no time. I mean, (laughs) football and baseball are the big money makers, but I think it's totally deserved. I think he deserves to be in the Hulk just considering how long he's been doing it. What, 19, 20 years now? Yeah. Like John Madden deserves to be in there. Pat Summerall. All those guys deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Troy Aikman should go in as a broadcaster one day and as a player, obviously. Um, so I think Joe Buck much deserved. Whether he, I know he has harsh critics. I love him as a recurring character on Brockmire with Hank Azaria. That's a great show. Keeping it Brockmire. I I think it's cool. Um, you know they 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 mentioned last night during the announcement. It's the first father son duo. Jack and Joe. Um, will both be in that Hall of Fame. And you, know, you talk about a, a historic family when it comes to broadcasting, just those two. Uh, you think about Jack Buck and all the all the baseball games he did, but it's really cool that he gets to go in um, to the NFL or the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, so congrats to Mr. Buck on that, despite me not being his biggest fan. I think his... His voice is like nails on a chalkboard. But, <laughs> but you know, I, I think that everyone's allowed to have their own opinion on that. So, uh, you know, if you like him, great. If you don't like him, welcome to the club. <laughs> Speaking of that Joe Buck announcement, did you watch that Bengal-Browns game last I night? I didn't watch it. What were you doing, watching hockey? Uh, maybe. <laughs> You're watching the Tampa Bay Lightning, but it was a really good game. I don't think I've I don't think I can remember the last time a Bengals and Browns game has been that good of a game. Oh yeah, like the Battle of Ohio was in, was insane. Baker Mayfield, Joe Burrow, two gunslinging quarterbacks. What a great! It was back and forth. Browns obviously won the game and are a little bit of a better team, but I think Ohio has a lot to be excited about with Joe Burrow and Baker Mayfield now. Yeah. I was gonna say Baker Mayfield needed a big game. He did. He needed to redeem himself. He has more commercials than touchdowns. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you're not you're not wrong. Um, so congrats to them on that. Congrats to them for the win. Uh, going back to last week, I feel like it's important to highlight the football of last week. Um, excited that my Rams got their first win of the season, beating off them boys over at SoFi Stadium, the brand new SoFi Stadium. It looked beautiful in all the shots I got to see. As a Rams fan, I was very excited that they beat the Cowboys as well because everyone, Cowboys fans are the most obnoxious fans. They're going to win the Super Bowl every year, yet they haven't won a Super Bowl since 1995. You hear that, Cowboys fans? Like, Cowboys fans are so obnoxious. Like, they're so loud. They think their team's going to win the Super Bowl every single freaking year. And... Yeah, the Cowboys, I'm so happy the Rams won. The Rams have a tough matchup this week with the Eagles in Philadelphia. Um, the fact that there won't be as many fans there, I think will help the Rams with crowd noise. Yeah. Hopefully the Rams can go 2-0. That'd be good to see. I'd like to see it. And, uh, of course, starting off the week, uh, the Chiefs the Chiefs did their thing. <laughs> um, you know, just embarrassing the Texans. The Texans were so foolish by getting rid of DeAndre Hopkins, like their best offensive yeah, I agree. weapon. 
Yeah. And now the Cardinals good, and they they beat my 49ers, which I was super sad about. Here the Arizona Cardinals we into San Francisco and won. Kyler Murray had a great game. Deshaun Watson had a or not Deshaun Watson, excuse me, DeAndre Hopkins had a great game. Like that was so foolish. The Texans like what are you thinking letting this guy go? One of the best yeah. wide receivers in football. I'll say the that. Texans, I, I think yeah, the Cardinals are that sleeper team. Like with, with that addition and everything else they've been doing you don't expect the Cardinals to be good, but you got Kyler Murray, Murray calling the shots, and yeah, they went in there and took care of business, didn't they? The Cardinals definitely could be a dark horse team in the NFC West. And like I said in last week's show, I think the NFC West is going to be one of the best divisions of the ball. The Seahawks are going to be good with as long as they have Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll. Rams are going to be good. Niners, I think, are going to be decent. I think the Niners are going to have a little bit of a setback considering that they lost. I know last week on the show I said how the Niners, I think, could repeat, but after seen the highlights from that game the cardinals just outplayed yeah. them in every way the niners don't have any like wide receiver threats they just run the ball and play defense and now people are going to figure them out yeah I, so. I agree i think i think it was a big issue and, and well we'll see how it goes the other favorite moment of the weekend um came on sunday when the saints came marching in and just destroyed the Bucks, destroyed Brady and Gronk and the bro- and the Bucks. And I said it last time. I don't think they're a Super Bowl team. I don't know if they're a playoff team. And I think it showed against the Saints. Granted, the Saints are probably the best team in that. I mean, I'll play devil's advocate, Mister Christian. Here, Tom Brady is in a new system, new head coach, new offense, new players, and. Yeah, they didn't look great. He threw two picks, one for a pick six mm-hmm. against, like you said, the New Orleans Saints, who are probably one of the best teams in the NFC. Yep. The Saints could be our heavy Super Bowl favorites. Super Bowl favorites. Like the Saints in New Orleans, one of the toughest places to play, even without fans. I, feel I, like I don't think a- it's one of the toughest places when there's no fans. I think it's a football field. I mean, you're not wrong, but I feel like <laughs> just going in New Orleans, just the vibe, like they feed off the players' energy. Yeah. I feel. I think the Bucks will bounce back. Like I said in last week's show, I think the Bucks are a playoff team. I don't think they're going to win the NFC South. I think they'll go, what, ten and seven, or eight and eight, or excuse me, eight and or nine and eight. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, well, now it's a seventeen-week season. Yeah. I feel. I think the Bucks will be a wild card team. I don't think they'll go to the Super Bowl, but I think they'll win a game or two in the playoffs, and they'll they'll get in as a wild card. Tom Tom Brady is he's a smart dude. He'll figure it out. I I will say I think something that kind of shocked me in a way. Um, over the first week of the NFL season this year, is how many close games there were. Like, it wasn't blowout city. It was, I, I mean, you look at the Bears and the Lions, 27-23. You, you go over to the Chargers-Bengals, 16-13. Cardinals-49ers was a four-point game. The Rams was a three-point game. Uh, 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 then Monday Night Football, Titans-Broncos, that was that two-point um, finish where the Broncos should um, should just give up. <laughs> like you lost well, in the last thirty seconds again. They did that four times last year. To add on that, though, you gotta remember none of these teams had preseason games. All yeah. the preseason games got canceled due to COVID. They didn't have that many offensive workouts or organized team activities (OTAs). Yeah, they didn't have a chance to get to know their teammates very well. So. I think all the teams, maybe because they were rusty, created all these really good games because it kind of leveled the playing field from the good teams and the bad teams. Yeah, this week I think is kind of exciting. Um, like you said, Rams-Eagles. Uh, obviously last night, Browns-Bengals. Browns had the five-point edge. 
Um, but I like the Rams-Eagles game. I think that'll be an entertaining one. The one that... And I hate saying that I'm looking forward to a Raiders game. Um, but <laughs> I am looking forward to seeing the Saints take on the Raiders on Monday Night Football in the new Raiders Dark Horse Allegiant Stadium. Um, they call it the, the Death Star, they yeah, call it. I, do, it I went to Vegas last weekend. It's a freaking Death Star. They're going yeah, to fire up that, that space station. I think it's massive. I, I think that'll be fun to watch. Um, I think it'll be interesting to watch the Washington football team take on the Cardinals. Washington football team obviously making some news last week by actually winning a game. But you know, they're going to take on the uh, Cardinals. And we'll see. The Cardinals may be a little bit too much heat for them. But, yeah, who would have thought, if you would have told me before week one that the Washington football team and the Arizona Cardinals were both going to be 1-0, I'd be like, get out of (laughs) here. Yeah, um, that's going to be a game that'll be, um, I I think it's going to be pretty lopsided. I don't think Washington's going to have a chance. While I interrupt you, I'm in a survivor pool, and I already got eliminated week one. I picked the (laughs) Eagles to beat the Washington football team. I'm like, oh. Hands down, Eagles are going to win. Washington football team don't even have a mascot. They're not going to figure it out. And I'm already out. I lost. Week one. That shows how much I know. Yep, there you go. I worked at NFL Network for three years, and it shows you how much I know. (laughs) Well, you know, we can't all win everything. Um, I think uh, Sunday night, you're going to get the Patriots-Seahawks. That's always going to be a, you know, big spotlight. You got Cam Newton taking the the charge out in New England, um, going against Russell Wilson, who... I think everybody still thinks is your NFL MVP caliber quarterback, and he, he really can get the job done for the Seahawks. Did you hear what Bill Belichick said about Russell Wilson this week, how he thinks he's the best quarterback in the NFL, hands down? Wow. That's got to hurt. <laughs> it's got to hurt for... If, if Bill Belichick says it, that's a pretty good compliment, I feel like. Oh, yeah, no, it's great for him, but how do, how do you feel if you're Tom Brady and you just left and now your old coach is... Taking or you know talking crap on you, and then if you're Cam Newton and, and you take care of business, and your new head coach is like, eh, you're still not the best. Tom Brady is head, hands down one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game, but now he's 43 years old. He's old. We will, we will see what he does with the Bucks. Hopefully, he does well. The, the Buccaneers have a really cool organization there, but there's a few matchups this upcoming weekend. Is how about the Kansas City Chiefs playing the Los Angeles Chargers in SoFi Stadium? Just no gonna fans. say that. Yeah. Can the Chargers slow down Patrick Mahomes? No. <laughs> the answer is no. Not at all. Not at all. The Chargers' defensive coordinator Gus Bradley says they need to have Mahomes on the bench. That's the only way they can beat him. Yep. The Chargers that- just need to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, kill the clock, keep Patrick Mahomes on the sideline. Yep. The, first off, the Chargers don't belong in that building. Um, there, I said it. They don't belong in the Los Angeles I agree. Angeles Chargers area. should never left San Diego. Yep. I think they needed they needed to redo and renovate Qualcomm Stadium. I, I feel bad for all the San Diego fans that lost their Chargers. Yeah, I think um, I think that'll be a, a lopsided victory for the Chiefs. I don't think that's going to be close. Um, Colts Vikings going to be a decent game. I feel like those those two are. Eh, I don't know about either of those two at this point. Philip <laughs> Philip Rivers will just throw some interceptions. Yep, and I feel like the Vikings will win. Yep, you gotta love the Lions Packers matchup. That's always a kind of a rivalry. It's no, it's no Packers Minnesota, but it's still, I think, a good little rivalry going. Um, and Ravens and Texans, Ravens are gonna win by a million. The Lions 
always play the Packers pretty well. Even when they lose, I feel like it always they always make mm-hmm. it a close game. But two teams that do need to figure it out is the 0-1 Falcons playing the 0-1 Dallas Cowboys in Dallas. Yeah, and how about them boys? Both of those teams need to figure it out quick, or both of those coaches are going to be on the hot seat. And I love Mike McCarthy. I think Mike McCarthy was amazing with the, uh, with the Green Bay Packers, won a Super Bowl for him. I thought that was a great hire, probably one of the best hires Jerry Jones has done in a long time since Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. But both right. of those teams do need to figure it out. Jonathan, I'm going to I'm gonna spring something on you. We haven't even talked about this, but we're going to do some predictions for this weekend. I think we should do this every week where we predict like the games. I it. Uh, so who do you think is going to win between the Browns and the Bengals last night? <laughs> <laughs> the Browns. Uh, I'm taking the Bengals. I think they might do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, all seriousness, moving on. Uh, Giants-Bears in Chicago. I'm going to have to go Bears just yep. because they're home and watching the Giants on Monday Night Football lose to the Steelers. Like, Daniel Jones is getting better. Saquon Barkley had a terrible game. Ben Roethlisberger had more rushing yards than Saquon Barkley. <laughs> yeah, Ben Roethlisberger, dude's made out of glass, and he had more <laughs> rushing yards. But I think the Bears will get it done, even though they have no confidence in their quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky. I think Nick Foles should be their quarterback. I mean, the dude won a Super Bowl. Let Nick Foles play. See what he mm-hmm. can do. I agree. I think the Bears are going to win that one. All right. Uh, our Rams against the Eagles. I'm taking the Rams, not just because I'm a Rams fan, but I think the Rams have a better team. The Eagles have a lot of injuries. They have a lot of question marks at their injuries right now with the offensive line and wide receivers. I think the Rams can figure it out. No crowd noise. Rams could easily go 2-0. and I think the injuries are the only reason the Eagles lose the game. I, I think if they were 100% healthy, if they were on uh, all cylinders, I think I'd give it to Philadelphia, but I, too, am going with the Rams. This is going to get really annoying if we just agree the entire time. Let's see what you think of the next one. Falcons-Cowboys, 10 a.m. also on Sunday. I like the Cowboys just because they're home. I feel like they're, they're going to be mad about the Rams beating them. I think the Cowboys are just a little bit better of a team than the Falcons. But I'm taking the Cowboys. Finally, we disagree. I'm going Falcons on this one. I don't think it's a a just a personal thing. Even though I hate the Cowboys, uh, I'm going I'm going Falcons on this one. I'm not rooting for the Cowboys to win. I, I just know. think they're going to win. <laughs> All right, Panthers Bucks. Does do the Bucks come back and redeem themselves in Game Two? I think the Bucks take this game. They're going to fire the cannons with that pirate ship in the stadium. Tom Brady is going to figure it out. The Panthers looked really good. The Panthers like scored a lot of points. Teddy Bridgewater looked good. Robbie Anderson looked good. Christian McCaffrey is probably the best football player in America right now. I think it's going to be a close game. It's going to come down to a field goal at the end, but I think the Bucks win it by a field goal as time expires. Oh, I like that. Um, I think they go 0-2. I think the Panthers, I think Teddy Bridgewater leads them to a win in Week 2, and the Buccaneers go 0-2. I'm rooting for the Buccaneers to go 0-16 this year, if I'm being honest. You hate Tom Brady that I much, I hate Tom Brady that much. He is one of the best quarterbacks. I'm not going to deny that, but I hate him that much. Anyway, um, it's trash talk. I'll talk trash. Um, Niners-Jets, I really don't think this is going to be much of a decision. I think the Niners are going to come out firing after after losing to the Cardinals. Granted, they're going to the Jets, but I think the I think the Niners win this one. I think it'll be a close game. I think the Jets oh. are going to be a little bit better than other people say they're going to be. They lost Levy and Bell now to the injured reserve, and of course I have Levy on Bell on my fantasy team, so yeah. so much for that. 
I think the Niners will win. They're going to figure it out. They are the defending NFC champs. I don't see them the, them losing to the Jets. Um, so, yeah, Niners definitely going to win that one. Gore is on my fantasy team, and he got the nod for the start, so I'm actually kind of excited about it. Um, obviously, I don't want him to get hurt, but I'll take it. Um, Broncos Steelers. Man, if I'm the Broncos... I gotta go Pittsburgh, man. Pittsburgh yeah. looked really good with a healthy Ben Roethlisberger. Juju Smith-Schuster had a great game. Worried about how James Conner bounces back because I know he got hurt in that Monday night game, but I take the Steelers at home. You can't take Pittsburgh to lose at Heinz Field. Come on, even with third-string quarterback. Yeah, and I think that man, I think the Broncos have a lot more problems than we we think. Uh, if you go back to that Monday night football game, the the head coach doesn't take. He has three timeouts in his back pocket. And he doesn't take one. He lets the Titans run down the clock. And then they win at the end. Like, I I don't know how you let that happen. Vic Fangio is a good coach. He was the defensive coordinator when the Niners went to the Super Bowl in 2012. Vic Fangio is a great defensive mind. And the fact that he did not call those timeouts, even the broadcasters are like, what are you doing? Why aren't you calling timeout right now? You know it's bad when the broadcasters are calling you out for it. So I go with Steelers as well. Scott Leslie's going to be a happy man this weekend. And uh, and his... his, We we, we need to get Scott on the show. Yeah, we do. Uh, The Steel Curtain is going to win this weekend. Um, in at home at Heinz Field, like you mentioned, Jags Titans taking on each other. I go Titans. I think, I think the Gardner Minshew story is a good story for the Jaguars. Mm. I think the Titans take this one. I mean, yep. the Titans did go to the AFC Championship last year. Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill, their defense is really, really good. They looked pretty solid against the Broncos. They could have easily blown them out if Guskowski made all four of those field goals. Yeah, that game was a lot closer than it needed to be. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I think I think Titans win, and I I don't think it's as close as it could be. I think I think it might be a. I'm not going to call it a blowout, but I am going to say it is going to be uh, handedly Titans winning that game. Moving on, Lions Packers, and um, I'm I'm going the Packers. I I, th- I think the Packers have a good team. I'm going to the Packers as well at home. Plus, my wife is a huge Packers fan, so yeah, I want better, a happy home. So I want Packers. the Packers to win mm-hmm. for a happy home life. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think the Packers get the W in this one. I, I just don't think the Lions are strong enough. Um, Bills, Dolphins, boy, this is a. I want to say that one. What's Miami's that? Miami's home is Miami. Yeah, home? Miami's home. I think Miami wins. I'm calling it. Miami beats the Bills. I like the Dolphins to win. My dad's a Dolphins fan, but I think the Bills are going to win. I think the Bills are just a better team. Yeah, I mean, they beat the Jets last week. It was it, it was a handed, pretty handed, what, 10 points? So, I'm going Dolphins. I'm going to change it up. All right. Uh, Colts. What's that? What, you're going Bills. Uh, Colts. Colts Vikings, uh, like you said, I think Phillip Rivers is going to throw a couple interceptions. I think the Vikings are going to take this one. And the Colts just lost their running back, Marlon Mack, out for the year. Yeah, uh, due, due to a torn Achilles or torn ACL, so that's going to be huge on them. You know, they already Minnesota, weren't good, so Minnesota's <laughs> going to Minnesota's going to figure it out. Kirk, Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, um, Vikings are going to win. Washington football team taking on the Cardinals in Arizona. I don't think it's a competition. I think the Cardinals blow them out. I think the Cardinals are going to win as well. I think the Reds, or excuse me, the, the artist formerly known as the Redskins, the Washington football team, oh I think it'll be a close I think it'll be a close game, but I think the Cardinals win. 
Ravens Texans. Oh, uh, gotta go Ravens. Yeah, gotta I, go Ravens. I'll They're never bet against Lamar Jackson at this point. The the Ravens are scary good. I think they could be AFC champs this year. They have a really really good team as long as Lamar Jackson stays healthy. Mm-hmm. So I'm going Ravens. Yeah, and as long as people don't realize that all he does is run the ball, uh, <laughs> that's that was their downfall last year. Uh, Chiefs Chargers. Chiefs got this one right. Do the do the Chiefs really upset? I mean, not upset in the ranking way, but kind of like poo poo the party that the Chargers have in their first game in SoFi. I think the Chiefs win that game. I think the Chargers will make it a close game. I think their defense will play well. I think they'll get on Mahomes and try to rush, like blitz the pocket and just go after Mahomes all day. But I think the Chiefs will end up win winning the game because the Chiefs are just a better team. Cam Newton going to New England. I'm sorry, going to Seattle with the New England Patriots. They're taking on the Seahawks. Who do you got in that one? I want to say the Patriots, but you can never take the Seahawks. Well, my question is, are there going to be fans there? Oh, I don't know. Is that one of the... I doubt it. If there's no fans, I think the Patriots could win. Well, and I don't fans in the crowd noise, Seattle. Shoot, but you—I mean—you've got the Mariners who are relocating their series this year down to San or this weekend down to San Diego because of the air quality. So, I mean, they may—they may have to move that game with all the fires in Washington. That, that's what I was wondering: is—is is, do you see that happen? And in which case, where do you put that game? Would they just have it in New England? Yeah, I don't think you do. I don't think you make them go. I think you try to find some. I don't know. Who cares? The Patriots are going to win. There. I said it. Patriots are going to beat the Seahawks. <laughs> if the game is in Seattle, I'm taking the Seahawks. I'm, I'm taking the Patriots. I think they win this weekend. And then Monday Night Football has got us in the Death Star. Saints, Raiders. I'm... You know, I want to say the Saints. I think the Saints are still that best team in the NFC. Uh, But I think the Raiders party on home turf for the first time in Sin City across the street or across the highway from all the crazy chaos of the Strip. I think the Raiders win in Allegiant Stadium for the first time. Even though the Saints lost Michael Thomas to an injury, who's their best wide receiver, I still think the Saints figure it out and they beat the Raiders just because the Saints are a better coach team. I love John Gruden. I love Chucky. I think the Saints are better coached, and I like Drew Brees better than Derek Carr. All right, we've got this on record, and uh, want to know what you guys think of these picks, uh, especially if you hear them before the weekend, uh, because if you hear them after the weekend, obviously you can talk trash on us if we got them wrong. But those are CJ and Rush's picks for week two of the NFL, um, and Jonathan's already got one win because he picked the Browns last night, and I picked the Bengals last night. Um <laughs> Of course, we made those picks this morning, so I was just doing it for the entertainment factor. <laughs> I'll take that win. I'll take that dub. Yeah, well, whatever. Um, and uh, I, I, I think the NFL has... Um, I, I think the ratings are something you got to talk about. I, I think that the ratings significantly got hurt compared to the excitement that factor that I think that was going in. But at the same time, I think people still are watching their teams play football. So as a sports fan, I'm just happy to have NFL major league baseball, NHL hockey, NBA basketball, all at the same time. 
like we're in sports heaven right now. Sports equinox every single weekend. It feels like, um, and you know, I mean, golf's always going on. Tennis is going on. Everything. MLS soccer's playing. Um, College football slowly figuring out. Do you hear that the oh Big Ten boy. announced they're going to resume operations October 24th? I'm so confused. Now we're just waiting to hear from the Pac-12. Here's the thing, and here's the trash talk to end the trash talk, I guess. So we're going to go to college football. Absolutely nothing has changed since they made the announcement, what, six, seven weeks ago, saying, oh, we can't play football because of the virus. And now we're here. They're realizing they're losing money, so they say, you know what, we got to play. It's not. There's no player safety being taken taken into thought at all it is a hundred percent money i got a problem with that money talks man money talks but i mean everyone loves college football i love college football i feel like just let them play hopefully they have adequate testing make sure everybody's safe and the precautions like college football is huge well and what do you do with the players that have already declared going on to the you know to the nfl are they gonna are they a do you let them come back? Do you not let them come? I think you got to let them come back. I think for the sake of argument, they should just let them come back just for the integrity of the game. Yeah. And you want you want it to be watchable. I mean, Major League Baseball, tons of players opted out. And we're yeah. still seeing really good quality baseball. That's and true. other guys, some guys got called up in the minors who would normally never get called up to the bigs this quickly. And they're starting to get their chance. Mm-hmm. So now's their chance. And if players do want to opt out and not be eligible, then fine. That's on them. Then let someone step up and play and have their shot in the limelight yep that's uh it's a good point i'll give that to you so that is um i guess where we're going to end this episode is on the college football world this has been talking trash trash talk with cj and rush make sure you head over to facebook instagram twitter just search trash talk cj rush you're going to find us there You'll see the microphone with the, uh, well, yeah, you'll see the microphone with our names under it. So <laughs> that's the way to know. We'll get a better, we're going to get a better logo. That's just our temporary logo until we get a better one. All right. There you have it. Jonathan Rushing has promised a better logo. We'll see if we, we have one by the next show. But no, I, I, I'm not saying until the next show. <laughs> it's going to be in the works in the coming weeks and months. We will get one eventually. All right. All week. right. Eventually. <laughs> we will get a better logo. And thank you guys. Yes, uh, we're going to be on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, right? Yeah, it's going to be on all of them. Currently, it's only on Anchor, um, but it should be hopping on the rest of them very soon. You'll be able to hear this podcast wherever you are currently listening to this podcast. And <laughs> it's that's kind of my overall or my overall umbrella of it until everything's up. But we're getting some good feedback. We're getting some good guests down the line. Um, so I'm excited about I'm I'm excited about it. Absolutely. Please, we want that fan interaction on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram pages. Just send us topics to be on the show. I mean, we're going to get a phone situated. We'd love to have people just call in and join the show via phone or Zoom. Is that feasible? We'd love to have people call in. We want to create friends and fans of the show. We want to make this a fun atmosphere for everyone just to speak their opinions on sports and the love of sports and all the news going around. And we'd love to have you on the show. Give Christian a follow on Facebook and Instagram. Give myself, Jonathan Rushing, a follow on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and get involved in the conversation. Yeah, it's it's actually, if you go on Facebook, it is actually Christian J. Ilton. That is where the CJ comes in. <laughs> so that it is CJ and Rush. Um, so that, that you might have to actually add the J in there to actually find me on Facebook. So Trash talk with CJ and Rush. 
What a time. We'll see you next week, Jonathan. We'll see if our uh, predictions actually come true or not. We've got, them, we've got them officially logged now, so there's no turning back. I, I think there should be some kind of wager every week for who has the more wins, too. we got to figure that out. I love it. I love it. You know I'm a gambling man. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, um, I mean, depending on how bad the lightning destroy the stars, I may have some more money in my pocket by the next time we convene. They're not going to sweep them. I don't know. See, here's my here's my dilemma. Last point: Corey Perry, Andrew Kuglock, Andrew Wow, Andrew Cogliano on that team in the stars. I'd love to see both of them get a cup, but I'd love to see some more money in my pocket more than I want to see them win a cup. Corey Perry already has a cup with the Ducks in 2007. Yeah, but it, it, he's still my favorite player. Um, I, I I think everybody hates him. I love him. And uh, I'd love to see him get a cup. Just not this year because I've got money against him. So <laughs> money talks, Thanks like for, you said. Money talks. Thanks for tuning into Trash Talk with CJ and Rush. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>